At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. AT&T Connects and Ode to Podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the driving to work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. This is Cut To It with Steve Smith Sr., a production of The Black Effect and iHeartRadio. I'm Steve Smith Sr. And I'm Gerard Littlejohn. And this is Cut To It. Cut To It. Cut To It. We ask the questions you always want to know, but no one ever asks. Let's cut to it. You ain't heard about it, then we're about to let you know. It's on. You give you Let's go. Man, coming up, I'm super excited. We've got Anthony Hamilton, R&B singer, Grammy Award winner, and he's here in studio for Cut To It. He's your neighbor, isn't he? Yeah, he is. And it was, it was wonderful to sit down with him, but also um, to be able to see and go through the process of how creative genius, mm-hmm. how you could just take something small and make it into something huge like that. Yeah. And he did the cut to it intro song. So I'm really excited to talk about that as well. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. I don't know I don't know anything else that you were talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony, how you know, how did this go? I was scared mm-hmm. to to talk to you and ask you. Yeah. Um I was nervous. I was like, man. Cause we were thinking about music and um and I was just like, man, I know Anthony. I got a, I think I got a pretty good relationship with him. Yeah. I'm kind of scared to ask him because I know how how many people ask ask yeah. me things, yeah. f- ask things of me. And I'm just like, man, I don't want to be that dude. Yeah. And you, and you <laughs> yeah. served it up as a possibility because we were just thinking of like just some yeah. some just regular old lead in music. And yeah. then he's like, oh, I got a tie to Anthony. We're like. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, and, I, and then so the tie when I mentioned it, I yeah. think it was like two. It was it was like a month and a half. Yeah, of like ah, damn, I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> and 
I just I was it was it was scared to be rejected. Yeah. Um, but I was also scared to for you not to feel used. Mm. Yeah. You know, I was honored. Um and I knew you were coming from a place not like that cousin who keeps asking. Who just wants something for the cash app. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it was, it was from a different place than the cash app ask or the, you know, man, I don't know what I'm gonna do. So it wasn't that. It, you know, yeah. you put in a lot of work. I'm a big fan of, of who you are and what you represent as a not only a football player but a father. Mm. So I knew it was coming from a different place. Um, and then, you know, I want to know, well, do you have music? Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. do I need to get music or do you have music? All those things, you know, made it even easier for me to go in. I was like, all right. I was in the studio. I was like, let me listen to this music. I was like, okay. First, I remember, I actually. Yeah, we had we had a few tracks that my brother-in-law actually is a, yeah, he did. Is, is a producer. So yeah. he made he made some beats and so we sent them over and yeah. we went back and forth on you know, which one sounds good, which ones are are worthy enough for for you to grace yeah. us with your presence on them, and so we we sent them over to you. Yeah, this this one stood out. Mm. Yeah, because it sounded you know had a good energy about yeah. it, and so I was like, I right, I can see myself you know doing something to this one. Yeah, I was like, um, <clears throat> what was it? it was June, June twentieth. Yeah, 20th. yeah. Mid- <laughs> slap in the middle of a pandemic. Yeah. Also, yeah. Yeah, because we kept seeing each other. Mm-hmm. We kept seeing each other a on lot. walks. Yeah. We, oh, in the grocery day, store. Yeah, oh, we was in the grocery store. <laughs> we was on in the neighborhood taking walks. Yeah, man, we was walking all the time. And uh, and I told him, I said, man, this is fire. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it was a lot of conversation going on. And then I was like, he was like, man, I haven't seen you. I was like, well. We also moved. <laughs> yeah. It was like, what? what? <laughs> yeah. And so it was, uh, and so he sent it to me and I still have it. So mm-hmm. June, and then that's when we did, uh, that's when he, he, Anthony sent it back to me. Yep. Yeah. I want you to hear it. And he was like, yo, I can't tell y'all all the, the other parts of it too. Oh, so he gave, he gave you a preview. I wanted it to have that old R&B, like, yeah. kind of, all right, cool. That was, yeah, it gave me a feeling of, of like, the old good R&B. And we, I wanted it to sound good. I wanted people to be like, what is this? I listened to it so many Listen, times. My, kid, my kids was finally like, all right, Dad, that's enough. Yeah. So, but yeah. I, I, I love it. The fact that we have it on the podcast, you can download it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just the intro. Yep. Wow, that's dope. Like it's just, it's you know, like mm-hmm. it ain't like, oh, this is something we did. No, this is, this Anthony. I'm just, sure, I'm just a good looking, handsome guy. Sub- sub- yeah. Subjective. We, we've had people want to download the song. Like, is there more to it? Wow! Yeah, like people hit us up in our DM. I might, I might oh, have to. Yeah, yeah we cash out that, cool. huh? Yeah. <laughs> so who full, uh, full track? Who produced that? Was so, that your people? Yeah, uh, Alex Johnson. So okay. it's my brother-in-law. He's a, he's a producer. He lives up in DC. Okay. 
Y'all might have to bless it with a whole thing. Okay. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll, we'll link it up. We'll link it right, up. Whoa, 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 whoa. I mean, Steve, you, you, you're part this of a, it. This a, this a, this a, this a Grammy winner. He said he want to he wanna link something you, up. You know, I, I, mean, I understand, <laughs> but I own it. So I'm, <laughs> I mean, we, we, we ain't got four grand in the budget. It's going to be way more than four grand. Yeah. Oh, I ain't that's talking. Oh, I'm on my business and contracts. Yeah, that's see, you, see, just that's, said, you just said link it up. All I said is, I just said, all I said is, I'm just like, whoa, he's like, oh, we can hook this up. I'm like, this hooking up, I got to write the check. Just to see where I would go creatively. Ooh. You know, I'd be like, let me see what I You want a background? Ooh, that's like a temptation. Oh, right yeah. Oh, we got, we got to come up with a routine. A routine. You got to watch the hamstring with that move. <laughs> nah, they still good. I'm, okay. I'm running it. I'm running Look, I took off running the other day. My boys didn't know. I ran track. Yeah. I, you, I ran the hurdles. Ran, uh, the, the high first hurdles day. or the three thirty? The one ten. Ooh. Oh, okay. One ten hurdles and the a fellow, uh, an, did, another fellow midget in a high hurdles. Yeah, midget. yeah, yeah. <laughs> one ten hurdles. No, long I, jump. Now, I say fellow midget because he will tell you. Generally, the high hurdlers are not five nine and below. No, they usually six ten and above. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, now you this murder. Now, did you play any else? Did you play football? I played football as tailback and safety. How, how long uh, when did you discover you no longer were good in football? <laughs> when I broke my leg, man. Oh, so, yeah, see, I broke my leg. Now making a tackle. Let me let me let me guess. Toss sweep. Yep, it was a sweep. That's always making sweet. a tackle. You know, how, you know, always it was just like. Do you know teams. why? Because that running to the side. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, he's, Sa- he's, safety blew up that D gap. Bow. Yeah. <laughs> tackle got tripped up. Yeah. Yep, that's what it was. <laughs> I'm like, I'm making Make a, a tackle, but oh, I'm coming up like ah. You said I'm done. I'm done. I'm, so where's the mic? Where's the microphone? Where is the microphone? <laughs> Seven hundred. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, All right. Well, Anthony, our first segment is called Get Iced Up. Oh, yeah. Just icebreaker questions. Yeah. They're randomly selected. Super random. Smitty, go ahead and give them the first one. Mm, you ready? Would you rather lose the ability to read or lose the ability to speak? Uh, <laughs> the ability to read. At For a singer? Yeah. I, was, I yeah, wouldn't need that. Because I already know what I want to yeah. say. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. All right. I'm tired of it. <laughs> Don't want no more. Yeah. I ain't gotta read that to know. Gee, what, what would you? Uh I go with lose ability to speak. I, I need to be able to read some contracts. I can I, I can deal with that. I, I, I don't want I don't want to lose I don't want to lose my literacy. You gotta have a really good threat when you like if this if eventually I don't <laughs> if eventually I find out that this ain't what it is, yeah, I'm okay. <laughs> All you gotta have is a real one of them, and, and and make good on one or two of them. Uh-huh. Mm. They'll have you. Don't have to read. <laughs> just have your money there. James Brown had a pistol. Which one would you choose? See, I'm gonna just say what some of these folks think. Hell, if you look on the back of some of the containers and the ingredients of food, shit, I can't read anyway. <laughs> <laughs> some of the words, yeah, you gotta, yeah. You got to look at the word, then look it up to see what it is. Mm. So uh, I'm going to speak because I do agree with you, and this is uh, people listening would understand. Mm-hmm. All you got to do is mollywop a few people, and then when you throw it out there, that is a possibility you're going to mollywop them, and your mm-hmm. track record shows that you are a mollywopper. A mollywopper. <laughs> <Then> it, 
Yeah, then you start. You just hey. It's like yo, <laughs> you ever seen? You ever seen a? You ever seen a mute Molly Whopper? Yeah, don't probably, go too well. Yeah, it's probably a hard lick. All right. <laughs> what long <laughs> shot have you taken that really paid off? Long shot have I taken? Yeah, your your version of long shot because they all vary. Um, betting on this music thing. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, betting on this and, and going through with it and, and, and taking all the steps. Mm. Just putting all my all is betting on it hard. Yeah. And uh, it's paying off. That's cool. Yeah. What food do you love that a lot of people might find a little odd? What food I love that most people would find a little odd? Hmm. As, you, as you're thinking about it, I can tell you mine that's, I don't know what it is, bro, but I really enjoy sometimes just making some uh, some fruity pebble rice krispie treats. I don't mm. know why. Like I, I like it's, it's not odd. I've, I've some seen those some people yeah. for a forty two year old man, some people say, yeah. "Bro, you still eating cereal?" Yeah, right. I mean, I love cereal. Yeah, I do yeah, too. But too. some I still some, look at the box. Yeah, they got a, whole, they got whole cereal bars now. You can just go in there yeah, and they don't pull taste, whatever it's you. Not the same though. It's yeah. just it's, sugar. Some of that stuff on there. Uh-huh. Smalley smocking pocket ink. I know. I was like, is something wrong with this microphone? That's on the back of it. <laughs> Look. It's like, what's wrong with Anthony? <laughs> you you know what? Some of them ingredients. I'm going to say um, vegan meatloaf. I don't, some say people would say like vegan yeah. meatloaf. Okay. Well, gonna be like, well, go beyond? Is what's the what's the well, what's the meat Some of the beyond. Substitute? I use beyond and there's one called uh, something life. Something These? Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, they'll show like that. <laughs> you talking about nutter butters now. <laughs> I, don't, I don't eat nutter butters. So I don't do it. That's true. <laughs> Got him. That tickled, the, that tickled him to that South Mech right there. He was like, I didn't use Look, man. I tell you, I use that. I'm tell, I don't care how old you is. I don't care where you from. What you yeah. think? When I was uh, when I was in Baltimore, mm-hmm. at least once a week in the middle of either team meetings mm-hmm. or yeah. uh, or office meetings, I would say it. And I don't know. I don't care how old you are. I don't you care how much you money right. you yeah. make. Oh yeah, it's always a tickler. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, continue with your. Uh, you said vegan meatloaf. Yeah, some people feel. I guess they feel like um, if it's not meat, how's it meatloaf? Yeah, Very. they don't understand. Like, why would you not eat a perfectly good meal? Turkey meatloaf or or, or beef meatloaf, and you want to play around? Yeah, pretend like you eat meatloaf, but it's it's, it's pretty good. Yeah. You cook it because I heard yeah, you're pretty yeah, good. Yeah, cook. yeah, I cook it. I got a question then. So I do mix oxtails sometimes and beef ribs. Oh, so you're a vegan? No, I was for two and a half years. I'm still back on seafood now. And and, and believe it or not, there was a moment once I had COVID really bad in December. You know, we'll probably get into it. But after that, I was like, you know what? I almost died. I want wings. Mm. Mm. I must have bought the biggest bag from Giant Penny and fried every last one of them on the back porch. Until I didn't want it no more. I mean, I ate so many. Yeah? Yeah. I was, oh, like, so you, I was gonna you die. Purged? I said, you gonna yeah, purge. I was like, you just at that I was point, like, yeah, you, you deserved had, it. You gonna die a vegan? 
God, it's got to be boring on the way. Ain't no, no vegan. You had, no. A whole, you had a whole conversation with self. Yeah, I did. Oh, yeah, like, you was right there. You was yeah. about to see the white light in your mind. It was, yeah, it was yeah. kind of creamish, oh, creamish. So I, I got a question then. Mm-hmm. Is a hot dog considered a sandwich? Nah, a hot dog is a hot dog. Yeah, I just... It's, it's kind of a sandwich, but it ain't really. I don't. I don't want to call a hot dog a sandwich. It's kind of. It's in the way. Yeah. <laughs> of I'd all like, the other, like a lot of other this. great sandwiches. That, <laughs> See, that's it's like I you keep pushing. If a hot dog is here, so it's gonna push this sandwich <laughs> back. What? There's a hierarchy. Yeah, yeah. That's, <laughs> See, turkey sandwich. Yeah, that's a sandwich sandwich. You know, yeah. ham sandwich. Mm-hmm. You know, you got all these great sandwiches. Bologna. Like, bologna sandwich. Fried. Big sandwich. I, I ain't gonna lie to you. Fried bologna God. on that Weber's bread. Listen, you got that, toasted that, though. That, that, oh. that got us through a lot when I was a kid. That, Man. Now, somebody asked me bologna, I smacked the sh- <laughs> potted pot meat and saltine crackers. First oh, of all, I'm what? Like, man, listen. That oh, was hot. Listen, when you were broke and that's all we had on a Friday the night. The right. I was. I was broke, but I don't know what potted meat is. A can, you it's a can of just yes, scrambled brains. Yeah, like right. Brain. I don't know where it's from. It's stuff. It's, it's, stuff. Stuff. it's yeah. pink. It's, it's just usually stuff. right beside the, where the spam Man, was. I don't stuff. eat that pink yeah. meat. Look, but it's, it's, it's a can of something. Yeah. I don't Hold know on, how to explain it. Potted meat? Because yeah, I, I, potted meat, I forgot which meat we was talking <laughs> about. Pause. Pause. Out of the game. I am I, I take myself out of the game. I rolled both ankles, coach. <laughs> what if they yeah, silly know, putty? I don't know. I don't know where it's from. I don't know, but it's it's yeah, just in a can. Com- it was yeah. beside the spam. It's always. Yep. And it had like jelly in it. Well, I I ate I, spam. I, like spam had jelly. I ate all spam around and I've ate Vienna sausage. I've never yeah. eaten. Yeah, the potted meat. Yeah, potted no. meat, yeah. man. That tuna, oh, tuna and crackers. Oh, I eat tuna. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's not potted meat though. But I'm just saying, all that was on the same aisle. All that was oh, on the same. The broke aisle. The broke aisle. I'm just making sure. Kool Aid. Where, where I ate. Yeah. Kool Aid was down there. And sausage. Tang was spell, down there. Yeah. And tuna, chicken. But I never, I never Joe browsed the, the potted meat. Potted meat, bro. All right. So okay, last one then. Last one. Then. And this is, damn it, this is the most important. Oh, Lord. Yeah. Sugar or salt in your grits. Sucker. Come on, man. Salt and pepper and butter. Yeah. Yeah. You like sugar in your grits? Come on, man. I've been speaking to you all these years. What 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 complexion am I? No, no we, yeah, we are not the lighter. same. Don't, uh-uh. First of all, salt, you, salt and grits. Co-host, Cayete. That's that's, that's, that's that's fine. But hey, listen, I'm not. You can't. You can't speak for all light skin. I did the committee. Say, we, come on, on that, yeah, your, your, your 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 status is in question. You drive like grits. you like salt and pepper and butter in your grits, <laughs> man. You lean to the. You lean with right. it. Yeah. Right. Sugar, sugar, sugar. I'm from the West Coast, bro. How to sugar drive? How to sugar drive? Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead and get his ass whooped today <laughs> if you want to. Go ahead and get him backhand. Nah. He's just Anthony. a little nah. aggressive, <laughs> man. a little up on the, you know, on the steering wheel, steering they, they wheel. Roll all, they, they roll it all the way up there. Uh, yeah, kind so of... Lexington and small guy. That's that's what y'all doing, huh? Huh? That's what's, that's what's left in your bag. I know I got a whole bunch of them. <laughs> that was the one that kept this podcast going. <laughs> like, is Steve so, and Anthony so you from the- fist fight? <laughs> so, you know, let's jump into it because I think it's going to be fun. And mm-hmm. I and, and I want to ask, okay. we want to ask you some things and really just get your fans okay. opportunity. And then also, you know, you know how it is, man. Yeah. So much 
the the podcasts or media, there's so much information out there. You sometimes are lazy enough not to <laughs> really just dive into it. Mm-hmm. And so I found myself just down if it just go on your Wikipedia, and then I just saw all the things mm-hmm. and all that stuff, and it just made me think about all these questions. And we've had some of these dialogues and talks, but I think some people really don't know how intriguing, discouraging, tough it is to want to have a career. Mm-hmm. And what it and really what it goes through. So, um, so I thought I was it is it, it'd be really cool. So we always ask, you know, where are you from and the place you call your hometown. I'm from Charlotte, North Carolina. Born and raised here, and I call this home. Mm-hmm. Um, I went away to New York. I, I lived in Harlem for about eight years, and mm. New Jersey, Inglewood, and Teaneck, New Jersey. So I was gone about fourteen, fifteen years, and uh, but I came back home because it's. This is just home. Mm-hmm. Now, not to age you, mm-hmm. but being born in the seventies, yeah, living in North Carolina, I know in my nineteen years, mm-hmm. I'm amazed at how how it changed. I'm interested to hear how was North Carolina, Charlotte, mm-hmm. North Carolina. You went to South Mac High School, yeah, finished up at Harden, right? Yeah, and I'm imagining, and and and. Assuming mm-hmm. here in the South, late seventies, early eighties, it was different here. Yeah, definitely. You know, coming up, I didn't have an experience with a lot of um, outside my neighborhood encounters. Mm. Um, but you know, you hear the stories and you you see the news and everything. As you get older, you start to pay attention to what's going on. And just, um, you know, my side of town and different side of towns. Which was what side of town? West Boulevard, the west side, okay. south side, and I grew up there. But that looked different than Dilworth. Mm. You know, so my grandmother would, she used to clean houses. And um, she would get us, put us on a city bus, me and my sister, and drive us through the real nice neighborhoods and let us see. Which were what neighborhoods at that time? Dilworth, um Valentine didn't exist. No, that was just a dairy farm. Wow. Uh, Dealworth. Yeah, right right where we live. You know, that neighborhood was a dairy farm. Really? Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yeah. And then Mel Graham and some of his people, Billy Graham's nephew, they bought it up and turned it, you know, developed it into what it is now. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, a lot of that was fields. So we used to go out there and rave and raise hell. Can you say hell? Yeah, you say whatever you want to say, I mean, not everything you want to. Nah, not everything. (laughs) I'll internalize it. (laughs) And then I'll get therapy. (laughs) You know, make me better. Um, But yeah, you see a lot, a lot of, um, there's a lot of opportunities that came, um, you know, with a a lot of hard work. Um, But then there's still some similarities, as in, you know, being able to to have the better jobs and certain things, uh, being you know of color, mm-hmm. um, it's a little different. Um, but I see some growth um, in different areas. Would you call your career in music, business, an industry, or another word? It's an industry. 
mm. um, that's operated, you know, with business. And it's also a place for me to, to really um, exhale. So it's kind of therapeutic for me. Mm. And in so many ways, um, I get to uh, take the chance to, to, to handle business in this industry, to put my thoughts out, out there. And to to you know air out some laundry, so I mm. use it for a little bit of everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, how were you first introduced to music? Man, from the womb, it was it goes back that deep. Uh, my mother and father both loved music, uh, and you know we heard it a lot. My grandmother, it was just gospel. She was so saved, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> you know. <laughs> That's Next, pretty. That's, yeah, that's, that's you know, a pretty. That's yeah, that's pretty gospel. Unique. That's yeah. a pretty. What, what kind of gospel though? Who, who are we talking? I don't feel no waste at all. James Cleveland, all that kind of. Oh, stuff. James Cleveland. Now James Cleveland. Yeah. His church. Yeah. I grew up. His church was like four blocks from my house. Mm. Oh wow. James Cleveland, in Los yeah. Angeles. Mm-hmm. James Cleveland that died, and they realized he was doing a lot. Of, uh, uh, yeah, that James Cleveland. Yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah. I was. Uh, they turned that church into a at one point a pick and save. Oh wow! Yeah, and no respect. Well, hey, when you taking things in the Lord's name, mm. <laughs> <laughs> that was such a churchy you response. Hey, too. Mm. hey, you know, in a regular world, yeah. you, you take stuff like that, you go to jail. Yeah, gospel will uh, make it to a pick and save. I, yeah. <laughs> We have to take a break, and more than anything, we got to pay some bills. Mm-hmm. Need that check. I love Cut To It, and I, I love it even more when you download us and subscribe. And you can follow us on social media too, Smitty. Where where at? That's at Cut To It on Instagram. What about Twitter? At Cut To It. Facebook? Cut To It featuring Steve Smith Sr., what about online? And you can follow us at cuttoitpodcast.com where you can buy merch and you can subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts. I got all my answers questions. Um, I got all my questions answered. That's what I'm here for, brother. Cuttoitpodcast.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Live Nation presents Concert Week. 
Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Describe your journey from, from your perspective of mm-hmm. getting into the business world and the industry of music, mm-hmm. but also you saying it's your therapy and you get to air your dirty laundry and air your good laundry as well. Mm-hmm. And it is a, a career because early on I knew, okay, this is what I want to do. You know, you, you dream about being a musician, a uh, singer-songwriter. Mm. And every, all of my steps were toward anything musical. From school, from church first, being on the choir, to school, choir. S- singing or just in the chorus? Singing. Leading singing. or just in the back? I led a few songs. You know, when, you, when you're young, you don't want all that attention at the yeah. time. And then you start getting older. I see I started singing out more. 12, 13, mm-hmm. girls start saying, you, oh, you sing, sing mm-hmm. for me. Sure will. Oh, Absolutely. Look at, that, look, at, look at that game. Yeah, you start, you know, getting more, more comfortable with, with mm-hmm. your gifts and you mm-hmm. start trying to find um, ways to take it to the next level. So I had to get into talent shows, form little groups around town, mm-hmm. um, start harmonizing. and Before YouTube, before the... Be, mm-hmm. Yeah, there was no tubes. Yeah. It was just, you know... At school, when you know lunchtime. But you you go back though. You said mm-hmm. confident in your gift. And when did you know it was a gift? When you when you dream about it and you feel so connected to something like that is almost magical feeling, mm-hmm. and you can't you can't stop doing it or thinking about it, then mm-hmm. you know something birthed in you that that's special, and those things are gifts. Um, because you didn't ask for it, you didn't train for it, so it's kind of given to you. Mm. Um, so I knew then to continue with it. Because if I hadn't, you know, take, taken it that serious that early on and got swayed away from it, uh, I would be miserable. Probably on drugs somewhere or something, just miserable. Because that's who I am truly. So I made I made every step to to get to the next level of it. I started performing in talent shows and won a few. Got booed a few times. <laughs> wow. Yeah, right here in Charlotte. What'd that do for you? On um, the, the booing and, and, and the winning. You know, winning is good. It's always good to win. But sometimes you when you get booed, if you're smart, you'll you'll try to see why. Try to look back and say, Okay, maybe I was doing too much vocally. Maybe I was trying to be something that I wasn't. I was trying to do some Jodeci runs or some R. Kelly runs or some, you know, different runs, and that's not my voice. Mm. So it made me pay attention to how can I present this the next song in a way that I'm doing truly me. At least try it different and see what the outcome would be. And so I started doing that. And, you know, one man was like, quit bullshitting and saying, big dude. It was actually at a little, I don't even know how I got to go down there by myself. It was across the street. West Boulevard was a busy, busy street. And I crossed from my neighborhood over that busy street. I used to have to go to the store all the time for my mother and grandmother anyway. So maybe I was just that good at crossing the street. And I could run fast. I was 
that track. But I would go down there, sit in. It was like a liquor house, a bar. They sold hot dogs and just, and tires. Is this place on West Boulevard. And I would go down there and they had the live music. Not live music, but they had the, the speakers out. Mm-hmm. And they had a microphone. And I'd go down there and just start singing. And I, With I a chord too, huh? Yeah, the chord, yeah. definitely that long black yeah. chord. Yeah. yeah, it can go from what how, two house speakers, two concert <laughs> mini concert speakers. Mm. I don't know where they got them from. It was a lot of illegal something. <laughs> they got it at the local barbershop, probably because yeah, it was about three everything. or four of them. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I'd go down there and sing, and he was like, "Quit bullshitting and sing. You got a nice voice. Mm. Sing." And that was the last time I tried that wiggle voice. That what? Wiggle voice. What's a wiggle voice? Uh, all that. Yeah. Oh, you had the oh, head going. Oh, and everything. Yeah. They were like, "Stop yeah. putting on." Put stop lambda lambda lamb and yeah. saying <laughs> the horsey in. Yeah. So I started singing a different way. I was like, "Okay, this has been told to me." And when I started doing that, I developed I developed my voice into something more old school, mm. where they sang. Teddy Pendergrass would just sing. Mm. Tell the story. Luther Vandross would sing that, and hold his hey, notes now out. You talking so? No, I. So Luther. Yeah. You, 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 you perked up now. Mm-hmm. Well, I you love me Luther. some Luther. Man. You know who I don't like? That damn Sade. You don't like Sade? <laughs> no. My mama used to play that every Saturday. That you know what that meant? Cleaning. Cleaning up. Clean it up. <laughs> God, you got to give her a second chance, man. Yeah, every time I hear Sade, I, you just grab a broom. <laughs> <laughs> you can't help it. In a dustpan. And, and, stick, and his hands, stick his hands in the toilet. <laughs> who else? Who were who some of your other musical influences? You talked about Teddy, Luther. Oh, man. Stevie? Bill Withers. Stevie Wonder, of course. Yeah. Um, Curtis Blow? Heck yeah. Big what? fan. I'm not just, I'm not, I, I wasn't rap, expecting Curtis nah, Blow. Rap is, yeah, rap is music to me. For yeah, sure. I'm a like, 70s I, I baby. Grew up, yeah. Run I grew DMC. Up. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Fat Boys was one of my favorite groups. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. You had the Beastie Boys. You had a lot of great talent back in the day. Mm. EPMD, mm. Cool Mo D's. It was a lot of D's. Like, there's a lot of the babies, little yeah. baby. Yeah. yeah. Baby, yeah. baby, baby, baby. Right. Or a Sly, Sly and the Family Stone. Oh, Sly and the Family Stone. You know what I do love, though? Man, Earth, Wind, and Fire. Oh, I was, oh, and I was going to say Osley Brothers. That that versus the other day. I went to school oh, with the yeah, Osley Brothers, so I kind of throw shade every time. You went to man. school with that? How? One of the one of their one of the one of the brothers. I was about to say you, I know you was I know, you had nowhere near that right? age. No, it was, it was so you went to sons. school with Ryan Osley. No, <laughs> absolutely you could no, have. not one of the Osley Brothers. Whatever you're using on your skin man. is good. <laughs> I was about to say. Thank you. <laughs> Several times. One of the Isley brothers. I say Smitty is so, Benjamin Button. Yeah. Oh, I mean, so much <laughs> Button fly. Benjamin Button fly. Like, Point five. You right. know? Yeah, nah, man, I, I just, old school music is so, old school music, you go back to it, and you knew what they were singing mm-hmm. about. Mm-hmm. Shit, now you you mess around. It's relatable. And, well, you you no mess around and sing a song, you go to jail. It's <laughs> <laughs> not. And the older I get, the more I have appreciation for the Earth, Wind, and Fires, yeah. the the the, the Osley Brothers, yeah. like all all that stuff. Just because Double Dutch Bus. Oh, yeah. Down yeah. the street. Yeah. yeah. So I, I got way more appreciation for that stuff now. The older I get, just mm-hmm. for, for for real music, because it was real back then. Yeah. And I'm saying it's not now, but you just you it's felt different. it now. It's, it's different. different. I mean, yeah. it, it, like one of the songs I love that by uh, 
Luther Vandross uh, Dance with My Father. He mm. talks about mm-hmm. his relationship with yeah. his dad mm-hmm. that got cut short through yeah. his mom. Yeah. And even now, me and my son, my oldest, my mm-hmm. oldest baby, we will, I, that same song came on, I tech, I shared it with him and said, man, it just made me thinking about you. I teared mm-hmm. up. Yeah. Just having that fun and so, father and son connection. Mm-hmm. There are so many old school songs that you can actually sing along with it, mm-hmm. and you really know what they're saying. Yeah. You, it, there's no yeah. subliminal messages. Mm-hmm. You and, know exactly what they're talking about, and you remember yeah. that point in time that you listen oh, yeah. to stuff. Because even I mean, I'll even use Anthony some some of his music, like Point of It All. That that came out right when I believe me and my wife were dating, and we were right about to I was about to propose to her. Wow! So like that's that's our song, right? Yeah. Like we uh, that song was at our wedding, right? Wow. So just you. Th- those you remember songs that mm-hmm. take you to that point in time mm-hmm. because yeah. it has substance and, and it's substantial for you. Yeah. And you know, I try to write and create music that that has that timeless um, connection to people, and it's 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 something that's kind of easy for me because mm. I can identify. I mean, I can remember life and things that I've been through, and mm. moments that made me feel good, and moments that didn't feel so good, or things I have experienced through my parents and aunts and aunts, uncles. And just being in school and being a young love, all these things that you feel when it's time to write and the music is playing, I was like, man, I remember. This reminds me of, because everything comes from what's been here before. This is all recycled. Mm -hmm. A lot of stuff is recycled. Um, It's like, wow, that chord reminds me of this. Mm. Let me tell my version of this story. Mm. And that's what it is. Like, you know, if you can connect to it and tell your version of the story. People pretty much uh, can identify with what you're saying, and they'll start listening different. So, when you talk about the recycling of things, mm-hmm. how, how walk us through this this industry of music? How yeah. you know you hear different versions, different stories. Mm-hmm. You know, some people say, "No, this is how money is made. This is how it's not." But it's country music. Mm-hmm. How they make their music. How tours are successful yeah even just as simple as what does it mean to be signed to a record label yeah like what does that what does that mean today and, and even what did it mean you I mean, know back you, when you, you signed with with uptown back in the in the day RCA, I, mean, yeah. I mean you've signed you, you've yeah. been with a number of record labels not necessarily yeah. by choice or something you did wrong but mm-hmm. just how the the business has morphed and changed mm-hmm. but yet the common denominator is music still needs to be made. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it, it definitely has to be made. Um, being signed to a label, is, it's like having Harvard or or, or or going to one of these these amazing colleges like Johnson C. Smith, having them backing you up and, and just going to uh, Rudy's Academy where nobody really knows um, who they are and what they stand for. It's almost like you get co-signed by the greats, mm. the people who've, who've been signed to those labels, like the James Browns or the Jodices. And you're still you, you're signed to these labels, so it, it says something about who you are and what you have. Um, as a talent, you looked at in a different in a different light. It's like I made it from just the streets and the talent shows. Here I am now. 
amongst the, the greatest. Um, you know, you go to the office, you see Andre Harrell, you see Russell Simmons in there and Puffy walking through the hallway. And Mary J. Blige coming in and out. I'm like, wow, hmm. I really, really made a big step. Um, you know, leaving Charlotte and going to the to the big league. So it's it's different. You can put music out now independently, but you still want the majors to to support. To, you know, just to acknowledge it. Mm. Um, I think we're all trained to think that these big corporations they 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 are the ones who dictate what's what's really popular and what's really successful because they have the relationships with radio and all these people. So you want to get there, almost like getting their blessings or you know getting the okay. That's that's when you know you're doing something when you can get the the attention of those majors whether it's independent or signed to one of them so after getting signed Mm -hmm. obviously that's your mountaintop it can be i was signed and i was signed for 10 years before the first album came out so you can be signed and it's not it's not signed for 10 years i was signed in 93 to uptown the first album didn't come out until 2003 yeah i've worked on a few of them in between there but the it was always the record labels falling out, saying falling out with who? Uptown. Uptown was distributed through MCA, mm-hmm. so they had a falling out. Mm. So I was on. <laughs> I was in the, you know, I was about to come out, and so when they separate ties, it just kind of like, well, what we're we gonna do with him? They're not letting Andre take me. He wanted to, but MCA didn't have anything invested in me. A little, you know, just money, but nobody wanted to adopt a project to be their own. Mm. So I sat around and sat around, and it happened a few times with Andre Harrell again through Sony, um, and then Soul Life through Atlantic Records. They had a falling out, and here I am again. This happened three major times, I know. And you still sit, and you were sitting on that album. Yeah, I sat on a few. I just was. I have a lot of music. Um, Soul Life came out afterwards. One of the investors put it out. Um, Southern Comfort came out. The first album, Ecstasy, from Uptown, it hadn't come out yet. Um, but some people have they got their hands on it. I'm going to re-release it because I own the Masters now. Hmm. You say uh, now? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I own Now the as in? Well, after in my contract, I had it set to after so many years. Hmm. It reverts back to me. You got to be smart about it. You got to, you got if you don't know that, you don't know to, to ask for it. Um, but if it had come out back then, I would have been robbed up because the contract, it wasn't the best contract. Mm. I'd have ate a little bit, uh, but they would have ate a lot. Some of the people involved. Mm. Um, but you learn from that. So what kept you, what kept you motivated in those, in those 10 years to where you don't just decide, you know what, yeah, I'm done with the music business question. and I don't, and I don't, yeah. I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. I had that moment, uh, once or twice and it's almost like something would happen good. Like I wrote the Donnell Jones, co-wrote Donnell Jones, say mm-hmm. what to what. Yeah. Um, we was playing, actually I was, uh, I was looking at that and me and, me and Andrew were playing that, uh, wow. last night. Wow. Just kind of. <laughs> Yeah, just, just grooving to it because it's it's one of those. It's really cool. Is mm-hmm. I believe two two thousand six, yeah, tw- yeah. two thousand six that yeah. came out. Donnell Jones. However, mm-hmm. the guy who's singing it, 
my freaking neighbor. <laughs> yeah. Right? And, and, and you're not, you know, I think that's one of the interesting things as well is as, as, as little boys, mm-hmm. man, we aspire to be something so much. Mm-hmm. And we see the pie in the sky. Mm-hmm. Or like for me, is I always wanted to play in the NFL, but I never thought about college. Mm. And so hearing you just be on a album, and then I go back and I see that you were part of uh, Thug's Mansion, yeah, of mm-hmm. uh, the remix on yeah. Tupac. Yeah, you know, just hearing all this, all this music. On what nappy roots, mm-hmm. yeah. all yes. of just all of those little bitty, mm-hmm. in the grand scheme of things, little bitty songs. However, you know, mm-hmm. and you sitting down, and those are mm-hmm. the 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 barbecue, the classics, the songs mm-hmm. you sitting down when you playing yeah. spades, when you playing tonk, when you playing dominoes, and, and and when you cooking, and those are the songs. And when you they come on, everybody becomes energized. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Everybody sitting there. You you know you got old. You you got that old uncle. And mm-hmm. you starting to be that old yeah. uncle Joe backstage Joe. Where you got that old uncle. He got that same move, right? Yeah. They call you. They call you OG now. Yeah, yeah. And they tell yeah. me, oh, you you just got that. Oh, when you gonna change up the move? Yeah. And I look at it. Hey, I'm getting that to the age where I'll be able to tell her, the niece and nephew. Your auntie ain't got a problem with that move. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's just those songs and and those hooks and just you writing that. Take us through the process of of writing writing a song that does, that's melodies and, and music to people's ears, but they don't really know how much goes into it. You know, sometime... When going in to write a song for somebody else is a little harder than writing for yourself, um, because you have to get into this person's, into their mind, into mm-hmm. you know, it's good to kind of know a little bit about them, their life, uh, or you can take previous songs that they they've done and try to mimic something about it. Um, for me, the music speaks, and then the lyrics, you know, lyrics will come. Mm-hmm. Um, I like. Uh, to find something that's okay, this is, this song, it needs to say this, this beat, that Donnell Jones beat was up. Like, this has to be an up song. Mm. Um, so when they they send you to you. I was in the studio with the, oh, you with was the with producer. Them? Okay, pr- okay. Producers. Um, Chris Lighty, um, Darren and Chris Lighty, and a dude named Balawa. We were actually in New Jersey, and this is something I needed at the time because I was down, you know, about to give up, and I got this opportunity. And so um, this gave me a little bit more hope when I heard the song. There's a train. It's a short train. And then again, (laughs) it's gone. (laughs) Train left. Um. 
Was that the midnight train to Georgia? In the daytime? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm confused. You know, you can do what you want now. <laughs> like, you know, you can do what you, you want. Hide them all. Oh, yeah. Midnight train to Georgia in the daytime. It's 115. Well, yeah, well, we in Charlotte, so it's going to Georgia. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you got to. Uh, but yeah, you just try to write something that you feel um, melodically people could, they want to repeat. Um, and you want it to be catchy, but you want to be saying something that they feel like, okay, I can identify. This, this feels good. I think it's about that time. Just uh, take a little breather. Cut to it. Cut to it. Let's get down to it. Hey, Gerard, where did you get that T-shirt? You mean this thing? Oh, yes. I got it from CutToItPodcast.com, where we have exclusive merchandise. Shout out to our guys at 704 Shop. But yeah, you can go on, buy you a T-shirt, subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts. <laughs> at Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. AT&T Connects and Ode to Podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. What do you mean you were down? All my record deals seemed like they kept falling apart. You just need something to make you feel good. Mm-hmm. Um, a placement, some, doing backgrounds or something to let you know, like, okay, this so is not So it sounds like vain. some things were a lot. It, it, the well was starting to dry up a little bit. It's a little ashy around it. <laughs> a little ashy around the top, top of the bricks. Corinne need a little lotion? <laughs> yeah, they need a little lotion. Boy, need some jerkins, huh? <laughs> Boy got eczema. Yeah. You got getting eczema. A, getting a little eczema. <laughs> you know, and uh boy needs some Yeah. And you know, you don't have a lot of money. Yeah. So to do backgrounds or sing for you know, sing backgrounds or to get a writing gig, mm. you know, that you could you can turn that into money. Mm. Um the backgrounds you go through a union, they pay you. You could pay. You get paid pretty good doing backgrounds. So if I do four notes, if I do da 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 da, if I do four of those and put, so those are four different tracks. If I put three different voices under those, stack them. That's like you know, 
that's twelve notes. You get that's about four thousand dollars when you're going through the union. So wow. I learned that game. I, you know, so I got what, it. Uh, I got beat, I got robbed up. Somebody paid me like four hundred dollars to do all those notes. Really? Yeah, he know who he is. Mm. You know, I can go collect for you. <laughs> you, you how much do you need? Nah, he, because right. I'll get you your money. The extra, don't worry about none of that. Look, he's. Uh, I just. I like seeing him. I like seeing him try to put that ponytail together. Mm-hmm. Oh, now I get my payback watching him try to slick that hair into a ponytail. Yeah. So uh, you you brought up something really important mm-hmm. that I wanted to hit on. While you were a, a, a background singer, yeah. whether it's for D'Angelo, I know you opened up for Joe to see as well, another mm-hmm. another Charlotte act. But what did that teach you about the industry when you were doing the background stuff? What did that teach you about the industry? You get a chance to see how how the lead man is moving and what it takes to get him from point A to point B. All the the the, the team players that it takes to you know to facilitate success and then make it move a certain way. Um, the tour manager, actually, my tour manager now was the lighting director for D'Angelo, but I knew he knew how to move on the road. So I went to, to hire him to be my tour manager. It's been, wow, about 20 years. I know we hit you with a lot, but what's the state of R&B music right you now? You know, there's still some R&B. I, I think her straddles, Ooh, she, she her does music. it in a way that does, you know, the new and the old yeah. pretty good. Daniel Caesar has some really good songs. Yeah. Um, Khalid, he's kind of R and B ish, but kind of more on the newer side. Mm-hmm. Jasmine Sullivan definitely is R and B, and so um, she does it well. There's a few, you know, well, like the about, Tank. R. What? Kelly was really. I know, I know people mad about mm-hmm. you know, but he you can't was, be mad. You yeah, just you gotta mean? stay away from. Him. <laughs> I was listening to James Brown. Mm-hmm. You know. You know. <clears throat> Just hearing it and and how and what and what it meant mm-hmm. it's so different now you, you you can't now everybody's singing and you got they gotta have their little signature start, yeah, right it's yeah. just wheezy out of here, wheezy out of here, yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah <laughs> may back me Everybody, you, know, you got all these starters, man, yeah or yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that, that's tr- oh yeah. Tr- hey, yo, take Keith. <laughs> yeah, just like all this stuff now. It's but man, it's just sometimes just sitting down, and, and I think especially with COVID, mm-hmm. and you sitting around. You know, we I, I don't know. I just I look at how COVID has made our young men and women where they they're stuck in the house sitting in there. And I remember I used to I used to sit at home turn on the radio and think about playing football, mm-hmm. listening to music. Now that music triggers me to remember back when I was a young man. Mm-hmm. None of that music exists right now. Nah, music None of it tired you, now. Yeah. It's so much. Yeah. It's so much repetitive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a hit right there. I was going to say, you wrote one. You know, I mean, yeah. it's melodic, but it's just like you, see, you get trapped in a, yeah. like a mental zone. Yeah. And it, it affects the kids, man. And a lot of it has some, I don't know, like, not suicidal, but like some dark undertones to it if you're not careful. 
you know, my younger three, they really love music. And, uh, you know, they know, okay, well, Dad, can you play such and such, the clean version? Mm. Because they know that the other version is is not welcomed. Yeah. You know, amongst family and, and, and things like that. So You back with a new single, You Made a Fool of Me. Yeah. Tell us about that, and you got an album coming up. Yeah, in August. Uh, I got in with J.D., Jermaine Dupree, um, and we were working on a project. Mm. Actually, we started working on a music for this new album, mm. and then everybody on the internet, um, Facebook and IG, were like, man, it's so good to see y'all back together. Mm. When is this project coming out? He was like, he said, you think what I'm thinking? Mm-hmm. I said, nah, but what, you know, what, are you, what are you thinking? He said, we should do a project together. Mm. You and I be on the same, you know, the album cover be you and I and put out this music for the people who are chiming in every night, mm-hmm. watching us create this music. And that's how it started. But this particular song, uh, You Made a Fool of Me, was one of those songs. But I'm working on an album for my fans, my true fans, uh, who just want to hear Anthony Hamilton. So I borrowed that song from the Jermaine Dupree project because it was. I felt like being gone so long, I wanted to come back with something real, real R&B. Not straddling the fence, not, mm. not halfway doing it, but this. And I wanted to bring back that Charlene, that emotion, that connection that people had to Charlene. And so J.D. produced this music, and he had never produced. He said, I ain't never made a record like this. It's so old school. The fans are, you know, radio's starting to eat it up. Mm. Um, you know, me, him, and Eddie Kane, we went in and, and we did it. Mm. And uh, I'll go back in later on this week to finish recording some some new stuff for the for the new album. You know, talk us through how how COVID infected the music industry. People were feeling like they lost their craft and they were going to lose yeah. their lives, too, and their livelihood. Well, you know, like you said, people think that money is going to keep rolling and rolling and rolling and nothing. Nobody nobody foreseen, foresaw this coming, this happening, COVID. And you out there spending, tricking off $30,000, $20,000, buying all these cars, and doing all these things that take money. If you're not saved up, then you go into a state of panic and you start to try to figure it out. Mm. Um, I save, you know, I, I drive one car at a time, you know, and uh, just just being smart and saving my money. Some people felt that it was never going to end, like mm. you said, and they didn't, they didn't put nothing aside. So during COVID, you're trying to figure it out. If you didn't, if you weren't savvy enough to go to the internet and start doing lives and creating streams of income for yourself, then you were shocked. Um, mm. And you know, some people turn to drugs, some people turn to alcohol, some people just, just like you know, I'll, I'll ride it out. Um, and uh, you know, you couldn't do concerts not unless you did it on, on on live. And it's a difference when people come to your. Certain certain artists can still have an audience. No matter doing, what. Yeah, during COVID, you know. 
Like D Nice did great. Yeah. Uh, Tabitha Brown, who's online cooking, she did amazing. I did great. My first show uh, during COVID had what like eighty thousand people chimed in. Wow. You know. Did you have that, to pay for that? Did I have to pay? No, no, no. I'm no, sorry. no. This is. For, I gave that one for free. Yeah. You just did it on live. Yeah, I did it on IG live and uh, streamed it from my actually in my living room mm. and. Uh, Eighty thousand people. Um, so when you have true music and you connect to the to the people, they'll they'll have. come. Yeah, yeah, because they needed that outlet. Absolutely. But if you've been feeding them garbage mm. and they've been following your hype, then that's nothing for them. Like right now, they don't need hype. <laughs> like, I you know it's hard. We can't breathe. We can't. <laughs> you know what I mean? We can't go outside. Yeah. I'd be damned if I'm gonna chime in. <laughs> you know, I'm not about to chime in to. He's an, ay, 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 ay. I'm not about to, I'm not about to chime in to, to, you know. Now you have to be selective. Mm. Will I spend my money on this? This is a necessity, and this is this is bull. Mm. And so you started weaving out what was really real, and people, you know, some people panicked. Do you think it's going to have a long term effect on the music business? I think people are so ready to go out and do something, but they're going to be selective. Um, you hope. Or is they gonna fall into the trap and start buying the same, same old? I hope. Hopefully, they 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 you know continue to 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 pour in the stuff that's really real and invest in and uh, the stuff that's really real. What were you going through? You said you got COVID and and getting COVID and you had some you had some deep conversations with yourself. Yeah, I had COVID in December. How'd you um, get it? Do you know? In Atlanta. I went to Atlanta. Actually, when I was down there working with JD, it wasn't from the studio. Mm-hmm. I did a video, although they were taking everybody's temperature and doing things like that and keeping people distant. There was a scene where the main lead girl, uh huh, person, yeah, person, yeah, she was in close proximity of, of we were there close, mm-hmm. and I'm pretty sure it was. Probably from that, you know, although she didn't have a temperature, she probably had um, symptoms or something. Yeah, something, you know, underlying, waiting on it, and it jumped on me. Yeah. So I was in the hospital two weeks. You were in the hospital? Yeah, two weeks. Wow. Yeah, in, in, in the hospital and uh, on oxygen. Mm. Wow. And so, you know, when you land there, it's like, damn, I ain't ready. Mm. Like, what are my young boys going to do? What am I going to do? Is it going to affect my voice? And uh, there were nights when I was like, damn, I'm in tears. Hmm. Like, man, I got to get out of here. So I would do all I could do. There was a breathing little plastic, looked like a little piece of junk, little breathing thing. Yeah, to see how your, uh, yeah. your volumes are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I do it. I do it a couple times uh, a day, like around on every hour. And I'd get up and move around. Move around. I was really weak. Um, lost a lot of weight. Probably like fifteen pounds, mm-hmm. um, and you know you just start to rethink things. And so I, I sang Charlene, laying in the bed, and I sang Charlene, mm-hmm. and it sounded pretty good. But you but know, you weren't singing it to sound good, were you? No, I was seeing if I had it still. Mm. Why did it? Because that mattered. Like mm. like sometimes you're like, I know I'm somebody without the music. I know I'm you know still a father and still a man and and all these great you know other qualities I have, but. I've invested so much in being Anthony Hamilton, the, the singer, for that to be stripped away uh, without a warning. 
could be devastating. Hmm. You were singing a little bit to see if you still had it, but to you see also if my voice. Was, but you also singing it for for at that time laying on the bed for hope. Hmm. Yeah. Let me ask you if you at some point mm-hmm. didn't feel like you can still sing. What 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 was it, what were you thinking? What were you feeling? Man. Because you're so weak, and you're just like, man, this thing is, you know, I don't feel like myself. Um, and I just want, I hadn't even tried it up until that moment that I did for, for the fear of it not being there. Mm. Um, so I just tried it, and nobody was around. I just kind of just sung mm. it, and uh, it came out. But when I got out of the hospital and I tried to sing it a little full, I can tell my lungs had been compromised. And it just was not a good thing. Hmm. So that was that was another uh, another you know moment of slight depression for just a little while. Yeah. Until I worked my lungs out and uh, could you know could sing out. I was laying there like they give you uh, antiviral stuff and give you all you know stuff to try to help your body fight this this virus, um, it's like, am I going to be able to get off oxygen today? Wow. Mm. So it started going down a little bit, worked my way down, and then I was off of it for the last two, three, three days. It's like, I hope, you know, it stays up so I can get out of here. Yeah. And turn into be, you know, turn out uh, to be two weeks. You say you started thinking about your, your eating and all that stuff. Yeah. You, you just sound like... You were sitting in that bed, and you started almost literally going like a budget of your life, yeah. line item, Reco- line reconciling. Line. Yeah, yeah, like what's important. Item. Like, yeah. like you've been wasting time doing this. This right here is not that important. I'm yeah. definitely not. I don't have any energy for this mm. or any energy for this. Certain things became really apparent that they were BS. But you know, I could have died. Did I want to go to heaven as vegan? <laughs> when they have all that good fried chicken. <laughs> <laughs> but months, be, weeks before that, you cried. Yeah, definitely cried. Yeah, yeah I cried, yeah. Just so, trying to get your voice back. Trying to get that back and just want to be alive for, for my younger three boys. Mm. I was like, dang. So what have you done and what do you continue to do for your mental health? You know, just... You wake up and you breathe and you, you mm. realize what, what you have access to and, and what you don't. And that, you know, you have you have an option. What I don't have access to, am I, am I capable of, of, you know, mm-hmm. getting access? And you make the steps toward it. Just do the work each day to, to kind of get to where you need to be. Um, you know, I take time out. I ride my bike. We did, we did a lot of bike riding before we had COVID. My younger three boys had it as well, they, and they did pretty good. Um, but you ride your, you know, ride my bike. I make sure I take time out to, uh, to just decompress. Stay off of the Internet as much as you can. With, you know, you could take in a lot of the political stuff and a lot of the racial stuff that happened, but you have to balance even that. So going through all that with COVID, what's your outlook now on life and with your career? Um. You know, be as healthy as you can mentally, spiritually, and uh, physically. Um, enjoy it. Enjoy it every day. Um, and love on the people. Like, you know, it sounds cliche. Love on, you know, love on the loved ones and family. Hmm. And really do it from a, a sincere place. 
Yeah. And the people that you don't F with, <laughs> don't F with them. Yeah. I have no energy for X, Y, and Z. Mm. And, you know, I'm not explaining it no more. So mm. you just, you just kind of move on from what's yeah. garbage. Yeah. Would you want your kids to follow in your footsteps? I want them to be the best version of who they are. I know. Uh, with this music. Yeah, with this with this music. Because, you know, you, you've been through a lot. Yeah, lot. They, yeah, you know, but I think they have an advantage now that I'm I'm in it. Mm. So it's like, all right, I, I, I went through all that for you. Mm. <laughs> so don't yeah. do not do it the dummy but way. But you, you know they ain't going to, you know, you don't know nothing. Yeah, because. Uh, you, know, you don't know nothing about music. Yeah. I've my, been told, I don't know. Hey, Dad, you don't know. I mean, my older Your two kids, boys. Your you like that? They, they're starting to listen now. <laughs> that's, that's going for Yelp. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because they think, ah, oh, it's new school. Yeah, we want to kind of do it this way. I can just, you know, do it through the internet. I said, well, don't put music out there mm-hmm. until you have some people listening. Because mm-hmm. if not, it's just out there for nothing. Mm-hmm. You know how much stuff is out there? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a lot. Don't do it. Like, wait, make make sure they're listening and then put it out. Hmm. You know, so they tried it once or twice. How'd it work for them? Crickets. <laughs> you know? And how did you handle when they came back to you? I was, this tea is good. <laughs> this is good tea. Ooh, this is a real good tea. Hot tea. <laughs> Some hot tea. <laughs> Put more ginger in it. <laughs> uh, Wilma, more ginger, please. <laughs> well, man, Anthony, it's just, you know, it's been an honor, but just it's just been cool to talk to you, laugh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. And joke. And this was fun. You are a unique person. You are well worth it. You are competent. And most of all, you're lovable. I'm Steve Smith Sr. I'm Gerard Littlejohn. And this is Cut To It. Cut To It with Steve Smith Sr., that is me, is a production of Cut To It, LLC, Balto Creative Media, The Black Effect, and iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. From Cut To It, executive producer Steve Smith Sr., co-host Gerard Littlejohn, talent and booking manager Joe Fushi, social media team Wesley Robinson and John Show from Balto Creative Media Cut To It is produced by Brian Baltashevich and Meredith Carter with production assistance by Alex Labreck production coordinator Taylor Robinson theme music by Alex Johnson lyrics and vocals by Anthony Hamilton If you ain't heard about it then we're about to let you know at bed 365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every home run every hit every inning every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Live Nation presents Concert Week. 
Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T.